As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it, and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. everyone and welcome to Second Chance Coaching. Today is our season three finale and as always I would like to welcome back all of our domestic and international listeners who are members of our Second Chance family to the podcast. Before we get started, you know, a few weeks ago my sister was telling me how she was missing the podcast during our prolonged mid-season break and my sister always showing love and she's certainly an accountability partner to me so she's one of the handful of folks who could always have the quote-unquote keep it real conversation with me. Now, I knew I had to push out some new podcast episodes during the break, but I had told my sister, you're probably the only one who truly missed the podcast. She was telling me that she missed me putting out new episodes, and I was like, eh, you're probably the only one who missed the the podcast. Now, I didn't say that to put myself down or be self-deprecating, but I was sharing with her that people have so many different entertainment options that this podcast probably wouldn't really be missed. Now, of course, (laughs) I'm glad I didn't bet her any money on that. Now, guess who was wrong? Of course, me. I've gotten emails, direct messages, text messages from so many of you, from so many numerous folks who was glad to have Second Chance Coaching come back on the air in the podcast land. And that made me feel oh, oh, so good. So thank you so much. So thanks, little sister. You were certainly right, and I was wrong. With all that said, getting back to where we're getting back to our greetings, I'd also love to welcome all first-time listeners to the Second Chance family. We welcome you with open arms and love, and look forward to you staying on with us in this Second Chance journey. When I was thinking of what topic to discuss in today's season finale, I was thinking about that there's so much going on right now. It's a it's a midterm election year. There are mass shootings, unfortunately, plaguing the United States right now. There's debates over firearms. Um, those things are just becoming much more commonplace, unfortunately. And the impact of recent U.S. Supreme Court decisions has been impacting all of us across across the country, and as well as us keeping attention on the war in Ukraine. All of these topics and many more are so very important, and they deserve our coverage and our attention. However, I always get concerned when subjects regarding reentry take a backseat, especially when the narrative of public safety comes back up. 
and that's certainly been a been a, a topic that's come up in recent special elections and even this midterm election coming up. Now, when this conversation occurs, some folks may think that public safety concerns and reentry are separate, and really those two sub separate subjects are looking to achieve different objectives. But however, I like to really share and, and, and chime in and say what some people fail to realize that successful reentry really creates the optimization of public safety. Because here, follow me for a second on this. If reentry is done successfully, that really supports public safety. And then one would say, why is that? Because, because successful reentry means that we have a lower recidivism rate, which, which we know that, you know, there's not going to be reoffending going on in the community. And that's going to equal to mean a safer community, a safer community for us all. And that indeed promotes public safety. Now, as we, as we look back and we got into the summer of 2020 and the high profile cases of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, just to name a few, brought many in communities across the United States to call and to cry out for the quote unquote defunding of the police. And this would manifest into the slogan of defund the police. This slogan, depending on who you are, could really galvanize a movement or depending on who, who you are, can indicate what's wrong with society going on right now. Now, many of you are familiar with, with the comedian and the host, W. Kamau Bell, who hosts a show on CNN called United Shades of America. And what I love about that show is that Bell really takes on and tackles some very uncomfortable conversations while he uses his wit and humor to enable people to talk with, with, to talk with one another really instead of speaking across each other. Now, when one says defund the police, it's a slogan that gets one it's, gets one's attention. It really grabs at you when, when you hear that slogan. Maybe in much maybe in a much classier way, <laughs> defund the police may be a classier way to say it than in the nineties when Ice Cube was a part of the rap group NWA would sing F the police. Now so a lot of people didn't welcome that either. Now, the frustration of communities across the United States might say defund the police, but in my, from my standpoint, I think they're really saying to refund the community. Now, refund the community, as, as W. Kamau Bell indicated in, in one of his um, specials on United Shades of America, indicated that it's really not as catchy to some as defund the police. And it certainly doesn't get your attention as the phrase defund the police is defund the police does, but it can bring us closer to coming to a solution when you say refund the community. Now, when I see some police officers behaving badly against members of the community, I realize first that one or even a handful of police officers do not, absolutely do not represent the many police officers that I know, that I went to school with, grew up with, have worked with, who are just simply an outstanding group of people who serve the community with honor, and I would definitely feel comfortable with my life in their hands. Those great officers do not represent the few who have done wrong. And through these needs for improvement, we see how we should and could have more innovative ways to handle public safety. You know, these officers could help, you know, really 
show us a way how to help and hand in hand with the community to make that happen. Now, when it comes to the community, taxes are collected and then allocated by our public servants, which shows what we prioritize. Because when we when we when we're when we're taxed and our public services our public servants reallocate that money, it does show what we prioritize, what we vote for them to do. And it's based on what we spend and what's allocated. Now, nationally, the average municipal budget spends 25.5 to 44% on policing. And these budgets continue to grow. While, for example, budgets for schools continues to shrink and to get smaller and smaller. So if you really break it down in comparison, in many municipalities off the, in the, around the country, for every dollar that's spent on policing, only 55 cents is spent on our schools. And that number is shrinking as well. Now, once again, I'm not saying that police do not have a challenging job, do not have challenging jobs. They absolutely do. In the 2019 annual report on policing in the United States of America, it showed that 61.4% of crimes across the country were murders, while 52.3% were aggravated assault, 32.9% were rape, 30.5% were robbery crimes, 18.4% were crimes related to larceny or theft, and 14.1% was related to crimes related to burglary. And on top of all these crimes that our police have to deal with, we now ask, ask our police officers to address homelessness, homelessness, substance abuse, mental health, and school safety. Now, rhetorically speaking, is that fair to the police? Rhetorically speaking, is this fair to the community? Once again, I'm not saying to defund the police, but let's refund the community. Let's send money to people who are qualified to directly address issues such as homelessness, homelessness, and mental health. The money these municipalities could reallocate money to go back to our teachers, our counselors, mental health care workers, social workers which can address issues such as affordable housing and food security programs, utility payment assistance, health care, and addiction treatment, among many other needs. When the community calls out for these needs and says to remove funds from one agency to another, or to others. I truly believe in anger, it could be said to complete to completely defund an agency when people say things like defund the police. But I do not believe it is designed to eliminate the police. Or certainly the language should be should be modified to make sure that, that we're not talking about eliminating one agency at the cost of another. But really what we're talking about is to empower a community and really address the needs of the people that live in the community that make up that community. Now, is, is refunding the community a sharp, concise, or even a sexy marketing or campaign slogan that catches your attention? Unfortunately, it's not. But substantively, I believe it speaks to the care of how we, or not to the care, it speaks to the core of how we optimize public safety by really speaking to the needs of the community, the needs of the community to address things like I said, food security, healthcare, addiction treatment, affordable housing, the needs of the community, the needs of the community, the stories of the community, 
the voice of the community. These are the connections that we should be, that we sh these are the connections that we want to make and highlight at Second Chance Coaching. These needs of the community are things that we need to feed and, and cultivate every single day. The reentry stories, the social justice issues, stories that inspire the human spirit, leadership lessons, instructional episodes, that's the energy I want to give to you as we enter into season four. So I, oh, I present this open invitation to everyone, anyone that is within the sound of my voice, no matter where you are in these United States of America or in the world, I want you to reach out to me. Reach out to me at the contact information you hear at the beginning and at the end of this podcast. And tell me your story. Let's talk about it. Tell your story. Tell your story with to me. Tell your story to us. The story of someone you may know. Let's refund, uplift, and strengthen the community through telling your stories, through telling your second chance story, through telling your redemptive story of the human spirit. Because these are the things that we want to look forward to in the fall, in season four of Second Chance Coaching. So let's refund the community. Let's empower the community. Let's inspire the community. Not only the community that you live in, but the worldwide community. And let's make that a theme as we go into the fall for season four of Second Chance Coaching. I look forward to seeing you all and talking to you. And I'm looking forward to having a powerful and wonderful season four. Enjoy the rest of the summer and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you again for joining us here at Second Chance Coaching. In addition to coaching services for individuals and businesses, I'm also available for speaking engagements and workshops on criminal justice reentry, human resources, as well as organizational culture and leadership. Feel free to email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com, as well as connect with me on Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, every day you are given this opportunity for your second chance, and I know you'll make the best of it. I love you all, and I look forward to connecting with you next time here at Second Chance Coaching.